I've been looking at the new year. Do you guys know the new year's coming? Tomorrow? Do you know that? You know, Christmas is like, I don't know how many shopping days away, but uh, whatever, whatever that might mean to, to us. Uh, but usually in January is, is when we start making, you know, plans to change. And uh, I've, I've just wanted to be in the mode where I'm, I'm ready for what God wants of me now. I don't want to wait. And so for the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about, you know, things that we can do to em- embrace the, the days ahead. Uh, and uh, there's been like this whole concept through the pandemic that's kind of hindered us. Uh, or at least it's hindered me, from pursuing tomorrow with a passion. Anybody else feel like a little uh, less motivated than, than you have been in the past? Huh? I, I, then, and, uh, you know, as I've prayed about this and I've thought about it, I, I know that some of it's a very sinister thing that the powers and principalities want to keep the, the kingdom of God from moving forward. Because there's this thing in us that says, I don't know, I can't, we can't do that right now. Uh, you know, we're constrained by the powers that be, or we're constrained by, you know, the energy I have, or, or whatever. We always find some type of limitation upon us. And I know that we are, you know, God has placed limitations in our life. Do you know that? And it's okay when you bunk up against them. You, you know, it's like, I don't have enough money. Well, you just need to have more faith for money. Yeah, but uh, I also don't have enough money. It's okay. I have a, a, at least a part-time limitation until God releases something to me. And so it's okay to embrace limitations that God places on us. But it's not okay to embrace limitations that, that are not imposed by God. Uh, meaning, I don't mean the powers that be, if somebody says we can't meet or whatever, those kind of things. I'm not arguing against that at this moment. But I'm just saying the internal constraints that we often have, like, oh, I could never do that. Have you ever said that to yourself? I could never do that. Uh, or I don't have enough time. Or uh, anything like that. Have you ever? We all have the same amount of time. <laughs> okay. So... So the, the reason I want to talk about this is because it goes back to our perspective. It, it, it has nothing to do with reality. What God wants to accomplish, we just read, I know the plans I have for you. What plans does God have for you? Well, we don't know specifically, but there are plans to prosper us. Um, they're not to harm us. Uh, there are plans to give us a hope and a future. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are plans to reveal himself to us in a very special way, I'm, those are things that I should look forward to. But I think that the perspective that we've gotten uh, through this season has been one that's dampened uh, the, way we're, the way we're to think. And I want us to, to concentrate on breaking through those things because most of it has to do with our perspective. Okay? Uh, a lot of us are thinking about our future and we're like, yeah, I was going to do this, you know, pre-pandemic. We're, a lot of us are still, <laughs> we're like pre-pandemic. I was going to do this before the pandemic. Uh, th- this is also in our, in our language now, right? Things that we were going to do. And, and yeah, that may or may not be true, but the, the reality is, is that a lot of what we're thinking has to do with what's stuck in our mind or possibly even the lies that the enemy is believing. Does God still want to move his kingdom forward? Anybody, anybody? 
Always. Yeah. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, except during pandemics and other kind of problems. No. But but I've seen in our own hearts kind of the shrinking back of like, "Ah, I don't know if this is the right time. And those those are impositions not placed on by, by God. So if this has happened to you in your life, uh, you know, the, the question I asked is, have I lost perspective on my future during this, this season? And I know I have. And I know that that's, it, it's like something I have to get through. I have to break through this. But what I'm breaking through, as the Lord has revealed to me, is not something out there. It's something in here. That I've chosen those lies and those ways and even the, the boundaries. And I've said, yeah, we can't do that right now. Now, we can't do everything, but we can do something. This morning, we prayed, a small group of us, because we said one of the things we want to be doing as we move forward is we want to make sure that we're starting to pray together. Right? Well, you can't pray together. Well, no, we can. Actually, that's the thing we can do. And instead of looking at what we can't do, we start to look at what we can do. And the things that we can do are very spiritual. We can pray. We can believe. We can connect with one another. There, there's really no limitations on the things of the Spirit at this time, only on the lies that we're believing about what God wants to do. So, have you ever been to... Uh, oh, I, I, was, I was thinking... One of some times I've really lost perspective besides this pandemic, and uh, one one of them I, I was remembering. Uh, you know, a lot of times have you ever watched a, like a football game, and and you thought, man, this this game is lost. Now I'm not talking about the current 49ers or anything like that. <laughs> that that's just you, you don't need to have faith for that. Uh, sorry, guys. Appreciate <laughs> But I remember uh, I was in this room, Super Bowl 49, and I remember Atlanta was up, I think it was 28 to 9, uh, against New England. And I, and I thought, all is lost for these guys. And I was so happy because I, I used to, you know, sometimes I, I, you know, it's fun when you root for a team, but sometimes it's more fun to root against a team. And I was rooting against New England at the time, and I should have known because, you know, I mean, how many times does Tom Brady have to, have to win a game? Uh, but it was just terrible because there were many people rooting for the other team. And I was thinking, we got this thing. Now, again, it all had to do with the perspective of the day, right? My perspective was these guys have lost. These other people were hoping that they, they wouldn't, but nobody knew. And a lot of times what, what happens in, in our mind is that we don't see the bigger picture. We don't know the future. And because we don't know the future, we just assume what it's going to be like right now. Okay. So I wrote down here uh, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, the Bible teaches us that, that our God is not a God of confusion. And I think that what's happened in this whole perspective thing is that I and you probably have gotten confused about what's important, what, what we should focus on. Uh, we've just lost track of where our sight is supposed to be. And that's what perspective is all about. 
And so I want to talk, and now, now I'll TED Talk the rest of it, I want to talk about how do we regain sight on what God thinks is important. So you guys ready? All right, here we go. Well, you know that I'm always going to, my first point in every message is always you have to go to the Lord. <laughs> when you lose perspective, you don't watch more TV. You don't want, I mean, you certainly don't look at media or, or, or anything in the news. One of the fastest ways now for a Christian to lose perspective is to watch what's on television uh, as far as media or, or, to, or to scroll through uh, any type of media. You know why? I mean, you, you just look at Facebook. Everybody's having fun, except you. Uh, and, it, you know, and you lose perspective. You go, my life sucks. All my friends are having fun and babies and getting married and, and, and you, you, know, you, you look on there and, you, and you're like, man, life is terrible, right? Or, or you, you, you turn on the news and everything is gone to hooey. It's all gone. It's all is lost. Guess what? You turn it off and you get in the presence of the Lord and say, Lord, what's really going on? And he says, I know the plans I have for you. To prosper you, not to harm you. What? To give you a hope in the future. What? You'll call on me and pray to me and I'll listen to you and I'll hear you and I'll answer your prayers and you'll seek me and you'll find me. Man, you get there and all of a sudden, you're like, what? What was I watching again? Yeah, and because that's designed to take your eyes off of God. It's designed that way. Do you know that the world is in really good shape right now? Now, I know there's, there's some bugs around, but you know, people were dying a lot before we had a pandemic. Did you know that? You know, like, like every 20 seconds, somebody dies of a heart attack. Over 3,000 people a day die of cancer. 30,000 children a day die of starvation. They don't, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't see the little ticker on how many kids died of starvation today. Oh no, twenty-eight thousand died of starvation. Oh no, thirty-two thousand. Do you see that? Have you seen that chart? But it's still true, right? Because they're trying to lead you somewhere, and where they're trying to lead you is away from God. Now, I'm not saying they have like, hey, let's, you know, let's figure out how to lead people away from God. It's just what happens with the spirit of the world. And in order for us to completely combosh that is to get with the Lord. And then when you turn it on, you go, yeah, I don't think so. Because I know what the Lord's up to. And I know it's good. Even if we're constrained. See, nobody can constrain our spiritual life and our spiritual walk and our walk with each other because it's spiritual. We can pray for one another even if we're next to each other in a cell somewhere. That's what monks do. They're also in a cell. All right, let me talk about this. So when you know your future is, cons- is secure because of what we just read, we can easily come to worship him. The highest thing that we can do is get close to him. You know that. Whenever we lose perspective, maybe it's not about this. Maybe, maybe you, you lost something. You know, it happens all the time. You fail in some area. And you lose perspective and you say, my life is just over. It's happening all around us, right? There's a lot of people that are very anxious or depressed, suicidal. Why is that? Because they've lost perspective of who the Lord is. 
and we need to call them back to him. I know the plans God has for you. They're plans for good. They're plans to prosper. They're plans. They're good plans. And the only way we'll know that is when we're with him and we hear his voice to say, stop thinking that way. Okay. Um, when we lose perspective, we always start back with worship. Now, and I, I mean, I don't mean singing, but I think singing really, really, really helps. Do you know that? Do you know that? That God designed music for our soul. He did that on purpose, right? So that we can experience Him. Because some, when the music is going, then we're able to like, oh, there's, there's the Lord. Ah, oh, thank you. And it bypasses all that anxiety and lack of peace and all those kind of things. Okay. When we lose perspective, we always go back to God and we put Him in the rightful place. And the rightful place is He is going to be our focus. He's going to be the center. He's going to be the one that's telling us what's happening. We're good? Okay, number two then. Uh, we're going to regain perspective. I just put down here. It requires a different meditation. What does your heart think about when you're not thinking about anything? What do you mean? What are you anxious about? What are you la- where are you lacking peace? What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about the great things that God's going to do? It's like when your mind wanders, you're going, God is going to do amazing things. Or you're like, oh no, the economy, the inflation, the oil, the, 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 the you know, people coming into the borders, uh, uh, politicians, uh, you know. Where does your mind go? Or my kids, or my family, things are falling apart. Where does your meditation go? Now, the word meditation in the Bible means what your heart thinks about automatically. If you've ever been anxious, then you know how to meditate. Okay? But I think it's important for us to gain perspective to think, actually stop and think, what am I anxious about? Is anybody here about anxious about anything? Anybody? Go ahead, call it out to me. What are you guys anxious about? Anything? What are you, I know, what are you anxious about? What, 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 I mean, give me a specifics. Like, so when you slow down, you're going, ah, what am I anxious about? The grandkids? Their life? My great-grandkids? What, what kind of life are we even going to be here in 20 years? I mean, is the sun going to burn us up? I mean, who knows? What else? Come on. I got lots of anxiety. <laughs> High anxiety. Huh? Huh? New business venture. Yeah, it can be. It doesn't have to be negative. It can be good. It's like I don't know what's happening with my business. I'm not going. I'm not sure about this next deal going through. What else are you anxious about? Not enough turkeys for Thanksgiving. That is really been my my main worry. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as a, as a, as, as a, uh, there's always chicken. That's right. Actually, we were talking about that at our house. We're we're saying we're, we'll probably just do some do some chickens. Uh, chickens are still cool. All right, but I'm glad you brought that up because you know the supply chain. You know who knows if the, how far those turkeys are going to go. Uh, anybody else? Come on, you guys, tell me what you're anxious about. When can we travel again? When am I going to be able to see my mother? I was anxious about that because I'm trying to go see my mom again. 
before you know before they restrict me uh right so i'm anxious about that but i don't want to meditate on it i was talking to my mom about it i'm like i got my tickets but my wife's not 100% on board so so guess what i'm not going to meditate on that i'm going to meditate on okay well the lord i know he has good plans for me and i might be constrained in this season but that's okay because there there's a couple of questions that that we have to ask you know and and the first one is you know what is it that god is wanting to do in me during this season so i mean we're certainly learning patience especially if you're trying to get to a foreign country uh we're we're certainly uh you know learning uh to be at peace with what is to be at peace with life as it is Are you guys at peace? Sometimes we worry a lot about the things we don't have and we ignore all that we have. So I'm trying to see more of what I have and try to think less of what I don't have. Because God always provides. Amen. That's my next point. <laughs> Because our meditations need to be focused on those things that we're we are able to do. Isn't it great that we can actually we have technology we can we can talk to our loved ones, I can talk to my mom on the, on the phone. If she was up for technology, we could even FaceTime, but she's not up for that. You know, you get into your 90s and you're just like I'm not quite ready for that. But we'll see about our next visit. But those those kind of things. So you brought up the great point. So our meditation of our heart should not be oh no, but oh yeah. What is it that God can yeah not just thank i mean he's really provided especially for us more than we could ever ask or imagine we're living in a very wonderful time that i think our fear is that god will you know the or the the circumstances of life will take our comfort away that's our biggest that's one of my biggest worries right is <laughs> like what if i what what if they don't let me sleep on my super luxurious mattress <laughs> You know, I slept on on the ground for over a year when I was in my 20s. I had no problem sleeping on the ground, but now I could never do that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I've slept on lots of cots in the military. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I mean, isn't it funny? We Jenny and I, we always talk about uh, going camping, and uh, this year we were going to camp more. And now every time I think about camping, we're like, we got all the stuff. And I'm like, I think the five-star hotel is a little more where I'm at right now. Uh, camping is, uh, I, I mean, we have this idealized uh, lifestyle. I'm good for about 24 hours. Okay. So regaining perspective requires a different meditation. It does. Are we worried or we have faith? Are we anxious or we have hope? Are we gracious or grateful or are we taking stock in what God has done and what he's already provided or are we just being reactive uh to what's happening so that was my second point so check your meditations check your thinking and turn it back to God that's why we start with him we take our thinking we say oh thank you God maybe we can't do this right now but what can we do right now and start to think proactively. We can't do everything, but we can do something. We're not restrained. You okay with that? Okay, and last but not least, uh we need each other. 
I've been saying this almost every week too. We need God and we need to get with God. <laughs> You're like, have you preached this before? I know, but, we're, but we don't get it. We don't get it. I'm going to keep talking about being with God until we're, we're, all, we're all come together and say, man, I have spent so much time with the Lord this week that I'm just... Okay. But also our partnership with each other. Last week I talked about it and I, I was telling Brooke on Friday... I'm like, I don't think I articulated that very well. Because we need friends of faith that can encourage us when, when we're down, right? We need friends who will say, what, what, is, it, what is your goal? And, and we, we actually had a long conversation. I said, because I need you. I need you in my life. I need to be able to articulate, this is where I think the Lord wants me to go. Or this is where I'm struggling. Will you pray for me and ask me? Uh, how many have said any, you know, during the pandemic, like I said, I was going to play my guitar more often. And I didn't. I mean, I did get it out. I did do a couple things. Uh, but I didn't get where I wanted to. And then I said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to start mastering my Spanish. So I'm no longer going to ever preach in English. Only in Amen. Spanish. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Starting tomorrow. Uh, but I didn't. And it's all Brooke's fault. Because <laughs> I told him my goals, and he never asked me. No, he did. No, he did. Uh, but I need him, and I need you. I need you to say, how are you doing on that? Man, how are you doing on the, your guitar? Have you written any songs during the pandemic? <laughs> Whoa is me. No, I mean, no, I haven't written any. But I need to, not for you, but for me, for my journals. You know, I got lots of songs you'll never hear because they're just between me. Bless you. Anyway, so part of our gaining perspective is we need each other. So when I say, man, all is lost, I was watching the news today and there's no turkeys. And you say, but the Lord has turkeys on a thousand hills or is that a thousand cattle or something. Don't worry, we'll have turkeys. There's always chickens. <laughs> See, we always got Tom. There's always, there's always chickens. All right. So do you guys get the, get the point here? When you lose perspective, and you're going to lose it by the time you walk out of here today, you're going to go, man, my, t- my 49ers aren't going to win again today. You'll say, dude, that's not true. Today is, the, is tomorrow. Okay, we're safe today, yes. <laughs> Woo, See? Already we're okay. Uh, but, but, yeah, let me, let me hammer, hammer it back one more time. I want you to be able to see clearly your future. And it's a good future. And it's not based upon CNN or anybody else. It's based upon the Word of God. And as I read it this morning, this is what it says. I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray and I'll listen to you and you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your hearts. Isn't that a beautiful, true way to see God? So stop the small thinking. Let's encourage one another and say, what do you think, uh, what's, what's your big goal?
What's the big thing God's been speaking to you about? Can I ask you about that? Okay? Tom and Maria? And God has great plans. He has great plans. He has great plans. Amen. And Maria? This verse? Verse? Sorry. Mm-hmm. But um, a year ago, I had, um, I, was, I had a bad time in my life. I was very worried about my kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't talking with God. I used to walk in Basona Park, mm-hmm. my walking exercise. And, but I'm talking with God always. And that day I was uh, praying to him. And I was talking with him and asked him, what do you want for me? Because I don't know what to do. And um, I need help. But I want to please show me something that, or oh, let me know are you listen to me. I want to hear your voice. And I was talking like that. And maybe people don't believe me. But um, I was after that, the, the moment when I finished my walk, Pray. I went some store in Los Garros because I work around there, and um, just went to the store. And um, I don't know. God told me go this place, and I have something for you. And I just went to the store and just check it out, and I got a shirt. It was uh, a shirt, black shirt with this verse. Oh. Have the plans for you, Amen. And all the the verse, <laughs> and it was just uh, amazing. Amen. And I say thank you, God, because you just let me know and you hear me, and uh, you are with me. And mm. I still I don't wear the shirt because it's a special shirt. <laughs> just put in a special. It's the place. word of God for you. Yeah, Amen. and I feel oh. like very blessed. Amen. You know? Some people say, uh, no, he's not answered when I talk to him. But it's, he knows how to show us that, listen to us. Amen. Amen. Thank, Amen. Thank you. You may. Okay. Yes. That was not a coincidence. It was the work of God, the plan mm-hmm. of God. He had that plan for you at that time, at that place, and at that hour. It was a gift from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm saying people say it's maybe coincidence, but yeah, I'm not. It, yeah, it's God. We call them God incidents. It's a God incident. It's a, and, and, th- and thank you for sharing that, because in, this is a season when the Lord wants to have our eyes open to see how He's speaking to us. It comes in many different ways. It can be by T-shirts. It can be by... Friends, it can be revelation. It can be the word of God. It, they're, they're, it can 
be on television. It can be through your Facebook. You read a verse. You know, it's like somebody quotes a verse, and you're like, man, I just needed that today. There, there's something that I have just received, and I just need to give glory to God. Okay. It was, it's it's a something that may be very unimportant to everybody, but my car needed six needed four new tires. And uh, I, <laughs> I guess I'll put you back on the mic. Yes, and I got a, I got a, a the, the dealer said it'll cost you about $900. So I went to a specialist, and uh, the specialist said it'll cost you $650. But the miracle that God provided for me is I received an unexpected gift of $350. And Something a little a little check that comes to me on the, on a certain time came early that day of exactly three hundred and three hundred dollars plus the others that paid for my tires. I didn't have <laughs> the money. I had a visa, but I didn't want to use it because I know I have to pay for it. <laughs> so, anyways, it's God's provision in the very small things like tires. That's something not important. But it was important to me at that time, and it's to the, to the glory of God because what I received was from Him. Amen. And it was not the bank, it was not the provider, whatever, or the gift. It was God that used those, those gifts to provide for me. Amen. And I'm just very thankful. Thank you, Maria. And how many more times does God want to do that in our lives? It's the just shall live by faith. Part of this whole concept of perspective is we lose our faith. The enemy wants us to lose our faith. Trust. But we need each other. Didn't I just say that our partnership is by sharing our story, what God has, you know, see God in your week and then share that with one another. And with that... God bless you guys online. Uh, There's no sorrow in it. Nothing but joy. Because we're here for each other. That's why we're here. here. We gathered on purpose so that we would see each other and we could look in each other's eyes and encourage one another and say, God is doing an amazing thing. Stop believing anything less than that. Because God's going places with us. Amen. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to be together uh, with each other. May you bless each and every one. Give us eyes to see what you're doing. Give us a heart that remembers that you have great plans for us no matter what. We're excited for what you've got in store for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. well, before we leave, also, if, if, if you have other prayer requests, uh, we'd like to pray with you and ask that God would... God's going to be breaking through some serious stuff here, guys. You guys ready? Huh? Are you ready for some testimony? All right. It all starts with the press. Okay. Uh, Caesar is about ready with our lunch. God bless you if you want to stick around and pray with one another. Uh, look to the person to the right or left and say, do I need to pray for you And uh, before we leave? And then I'm going to pray with some people too. So God bless you.